Man, it's been a good day, right? Well, I'm going to start and um, I'm going to get done quickly. Um, my notes have changed from five pages to three pages to that to that. <laughs> so, hey, let's read Acts chapter 3. One day, Peter and John were going to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. And when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. And Peter looked straight at him, as did John. And then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention. Expecting to get something from them, Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. And taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk, and then he went into the temple courts walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. As we talk about these core values that really are the DNA of Shiloh, when we looked at our core values several years ago to try to determine what, what are the things that make Shiloh Road, Shiloh Road, and are important to us and things that we can never lose sight. The very first thing that came to our mind was that people matter. Because we believe that has been the core, the heartbeat of this church from the very beginning. That people's lives matter. And as we look at this story, it's a story that, if, especially if you grew up in church, you have probably heard numerous times. And you know about this man who goes into the temple course, but the story leaves me with so many questions. And so many things that I would love to know about how this occurred and what really happened. But I want to look at this story from just a little different perspective for just a moment. This has been the best $40 I've ever spent on a sermon. John, come here. Yeah, you get to be Satan again. <laughs> you want to be lame? Do you want to be lame? James, no, 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 forget. James, James is more righteous. Come on. Come on, come on, James. Will you hold that for me for a second and just scoot back? What's really interesting about this story is this man was lame from birth. He hadn't done anything. This is just the life that he was given. And let's walk this way for just a second. I'm going to pull that tight for me. And what's crazy the story says that Peter and John, one day they walked by. And it left me with a question. How many times had Peter and John walked past this man? Because this was a normal day. 
It was three in the afternoon, and everyone in Jerusalem was going to the temple to pray as they did every day. And this man was carried to the temple gate called Beautiful to be put there to beg as he did every day. This was a day like every other day. And I wonder how many times Peter and John had been right there every single day of their life and walked right past this man and never noticed him. And I wonder if it's some level that starts to give you this sense of hopelessness, this heartache, this hurt, this pain, this, this question, will every day for the rest of my life always be like this day? Because this day I feel stuck in. This day I feel like will never end. This day is getting to be repetitive. Because it's not just Peter and John who walk by every day. It feels like it's everyone who walks by every day. And they're going to the temple to pray. John, come here. John, come here. Mike, come here. They're, they're going, come up here real quick. James, you stay there. The, the temple's that way, gentlemen. So let's, let's go. No, you don't even have to grab the rope. Just ignore the ropes there. And y'all go on your way to pray. Go, go ahead. Just going. And here, now, y'all can stop right there. They have the opportunity every day to do something that will change his day. And as time goes by and more and more people pass, go ahead, you hold on to that rope, James, and let it pull you a little bit this way. Come on, James. I wonder if every day, starts to get to be a discouragement. And there's the fear that every day is always going to look like this day. As they walk by. Because they're doing what they're supposed to do, right? They're going to the temple to pray at 3 in the afternoon because that's what you do at 3 in the afternoon in Jerusalem is you go to the temple to pray. You walk. When I wonder... If part of their journey should simply be, hey, we noticed you. And it's interesting. It says that the man gave them his attention. But notice something. He does not give them his attention until Peter and John give him theirs. He's begging, he's asking, just like he does every day. Because this day is no different than any other day that has been before. And to him, it's the day that's going to be the same as every other day. It's just a repeat, it's Groundhog Day over and over and over again. But this day, this day is different. This day, Peter and John notice. And not only did they notice, they stopped and they talked to him. And the story got me to wondering, like, how many times every day do I walk past people 
stuck on the same day. And forget that there is a person because the tendency is to walk on by and not see a person but to see a problem. Something that has to be fixed, something that has to be solved. Someone is a problem. He's a problem because he's sitting outside the temple gate called beautiful, and this is not beautiful. And it makes us ask the question, what is it that's truly beautiful? Is it the building? Is it the, the magnificent structure? Or is it the people that gather that comprise that temple in the first place? And where Peter and John, in this one moment, make this one day different, they grab the rope and they start to pull because they're for him. And here's the thing. I think every day before they were always for him. They just didn't have the time to notice that he was there in the first place. Because if we're going to be for people, we've got to open our eyes. Not just simply to the people who come through these doors, but to the people you see every single day in your work, in your neighborhood, walking through your neighborhood, in the grocery store. Do you take the time to notice? Because it's possible that their one day is just like every other day, but you have the power to change that into one day that was noticed. I love how the story starts. One day, when they were going to the temple to pray, as they did every day, they did something different that day. They noticed someone who up until that day, no one else had noticed and no one else had seen. They saw him. And they gave him their attention. And all they said is, I don't have what you're asking for, but I do have something. I have something to give. I, I have my hand that I can reach out to you. I have my time. I have my attention. I can give you that. I might not be able to give you money, but I can give you what I have. And then, then they gave the power of the Spirit of God working through their lives to this man. And the lame man walks. Thank you. Thank you, John. And it got me to thinking, how many people do you walk past every day who need your attention, who need this day to stand out and be different than every other day. And, and it's so funny. We walk past people. We drive past people, and we have our stories and our assumptions of why they are where they are. Something occurred to me last week. My wife and I were watching TV, and our kids were in the room, and we were looking for something to watch just there at the end of the night. We're flipping through the channels, and we come to the movie Castaway. You've you seen the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks? In the part of the movie we come into, Tom Hanks is standing in the lagoon. He's standing up on a rock with a spear in his hands and a loincloth, and his hair is all, and he's talking to a volleyball and all these things. 
And what was so, so interesting is my kids start laughing. And, and I've seen Castaway a few times, and it's not a real funny movie. But to my kids who are coming into the middle of the movie, it's hysterical. Because there's this guy who Caleb keeps saying is in his underwear. And he's talking to a volleyball. But, but here's the problem. They didn't have the context of the start of the story. They didn't know that he had been on the desert island, this deserted island for years. That they didn't know he had a fiance that soon to be wife when he left home. That they didn't know that he was there all alone and he had no one else to talk to and no one else to interact with. They didn't know his story. And so many times we walk past people and we don't know their story. We don't know that why the reason she's troubled is because she was molested as a child over and over and over by someone she loved and cared deeply about. We, we don't know the reason their marriage is on the rocks because they've lost a child and they're hurting and broken. We don't know the reason that he's angry is because he just lost his job and he is the sole provider for his family and right now he feels hopes. We don't know their story. And we don't know where they come from. We don't know where they've been. But what we do know is we know they matter. And your hand, your attention, your hug, your ears may be the only touch they ever have from God. And you have the ability to make their one day different from every other day that has been. Hopeless, hurting, sad. You have the power to change their day. So today, as we leave this place, may our eyes be open to the God who calls, who reconciles, who redeems, who saves, who is calling to you and asking to you to be his hands and his feet in this world and to let people know they matter to God. And you matter to God, and you matter to the mission of God. You and I have the power to change somebody's day and to make this one day different from all the days that has come before. Father, today, in this place, we pray that your power and your strength would be on display. Father, we pray for the people that we come in contact with every single day who are hurting or who are broken. Father, help us to step out of our busy, hurried pace and to see them 
uh, to realize that we so often are probably just like Peter and John. We're going to do what we're supposed to do, and we never notice the people that you have placed around us who are hurting and broken. Father, may we see them as you see them. And Father, may we realize that the reason that we should have that compassion is because, Father, that is exactly how you have loved and cared for us when we were broken, when we were hurting. Father, you reached out your hand and you pulled us out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire, and, Father, you set us on the rock. And so, Father, we thank you, we praise you in Jesus' name, and all of God's people said, Amen.